Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Uh, Dan, was there any doubt that John Rom? absolutely the strongest player in the field last week at the Mexico open was going to go wire to wire. And, um, I don't, I think he trying to get his like running with the bulls, man. He's got his, uh, got his kid out there trying to let him run up to him. And it's like, Hey, they got a little nervous with all the people around. And I'm like, yeah, you think so? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Hey, by the way, it's not ironic that when we just started recording that, um, there's a helicopter outside my house. And I think it's because I'm going to be practicing later. <laughs> You must have got that net put up, did you? I got that net put up there. That's right there doing. Uh, you know, I, I can remember a time. I can. Re- I guess we'll talk about uh, the Mexico Open in a minute. I can remember a time in Tiger's career when you really couldn't get, like the media, the paparazzi, you, you couldn't get anywhere near Tiger Woods, man. I mean, you had no idea what that guy was doing. I mean, think about think about the documentary that came out about tiger what last year two mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. and there were definitely pl- plenty of pictures that were being taken that never circulated oh, not yeah. once did they not well you didn't see any of that stuff nope. well the documentary gets released and now you start seeing some of those pictures leaking mm-hmm. well now i mean he can't even tiger tiger can't even show up to southern hills and play a practice round for crying out loud with that. It's got helicopters flying. I mean, don't, isn't this the day of the drone? Do you really need the helicopter? Can't you just send the drone out? Send out the drone. Yeah, if you're Tiger Woods, you can, you can afford a helicopter with all year round. Send out the drone. Oh, so it was his own popper. It's like, hey, if I, if I get my helicopter to fly around, then, then the airspace is consumed. And uh, they don't really have to know it's me. It's not to my get, personal paparazzi. Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but maybe it was a certain somebody that got in a little bit of weight during this uh, this year, and they were, they were spying on him, and they couldn't fit in a drone. Uh, that, that, that's <laughs> we'll, we'll get there later. We'll get there later. <laughs> uh, I, I would say his clothing is a bit lighter, but uh, but yes, we we will get there. We, we will get there later. Sorry. Uh, hold on. All hold right. on. Back to uh, back to the the Mexico Open. Um, man, uh, you know what? I've and I've been listening to to quite a bit of banter mm. about the John Rom performance, mm-hmm. and boy, I'll tell you, uh, up until this week. I mean, people could not find enough bad things to say about John Rahm's golf game, about being unseated as world number one, how shitty of a putter he was at a fucking putting contest. And uh, I mean, pretty much from from the from the time that the gun fired, um, I mean, Rom kind of was in control of this thing the whole way. Right. I mean, it's like, hey, I'm going to play good enough to keep people at bay and, and stay ahead of everybody. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't see a whole lot of, uh, I didn't see the guy falter a lot and I'm glad that I haven't used him in my one and done yet because I got a feeling he's going to find a, find a seat on my roster uh, in the one and done for the Memorial Golf Tournament that I know, I know he's still hot over. <laughs> I know he's still hot over that, uh, over that event. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah. So con- yeah, congrats to John Rom. Good to good to see him. Uh, I'll, I'll say rebound. Uh, kind of a 
well, not kind of. It was a it was a light field. Mm-hmm, uh, weak yeah. would not be the the appropriate term to use, but it was definitely a light field. But uh, I mean, he definitely looked like the number three player in the world out there, and. <laughs> kind of getting to where he needed to get to, uh, to hoist the trophy. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, ball striking his way around that place, taking a page out of Brooks's uh, book there, but, um, the putter still is a concern. You know, on the other hand, the, the putter still is a concern, right? It could be, could be viewed as such. Uh, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think we could see, uh, see John Rahm overtake. Uh, I think that this Scotty Scheffler's, uh, shelf life as world number one could be short-lived. Okay. John Rahm, summer of last year, when he was winning Memorial and winning the U.S. Open and winning all these events in his prime time, right? Asterisk. He, asterisk winning the Memorial. Okay. Well, no, he was winning. He didn't win. He winning. He was, it was, he was like... Oh, winning, yeah, yeah, winning. Yeah, yeah, winning. yeah. Would have won the Mexico Open by 10 shots just last yesterday. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. I'm not arguing. Yeah. Not arguing whatsoever. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. Uh, he w- what he wins wins by one stroke. Uh, there were a couple times I thought uh, Cameron Champ, but uh, Cameron Champ couldn't choke any harder than he actually did out there. I think it just goes to show where his world ranking sits today and why it sits there. Um, who else was out there? Wu looked pretty good. Uh, now. Tony Fee. Now, where did he come from? Finishing T two at sixteen under. Uh, Kurt Kitayama finishing T two at sixteen under, and Davis Riley. I mean, yep. something uh, something's coming from this guy, man. Yeah. Look, look really good out there. Yeah, they were talking about him. I mean, could he be a potential Rookie of the Year candidate this year? Yeah, I mean, he's been he's been up there, buddy. Yeah, I mean, he's making a name for himself, and I could see him. He's kind of in that shuffler zone where he was, you know, he's he's playing in contention. He's 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 close to winning and got a great game and a great uh, great uh, form going. So I could see him popping here. I mean, yeah. Oh, speaking of popping, uh, where's he at? I just saw him. Where did he finish? Uh, maybe I didn't see it. Maybe I was sleeping on the job. Oh, no, finishing at T13. Speaking of popping, oh, Grayson Murray. Mm. Uh, man, when he when he sees Kevin Na on the range again, you think he's just going to let one go and pop him? He said he said he thought, hey, he said if I knew that I weren't going to get fined, suspended, whatever it was going to be, he's like, I, I mean, I would have decked the guy. Uh, uh, you think? So I, I posted well, they were, this They were on, in Mexico. They were in Mexico. So maybe uh, maybe he was thinking, you know, I wish we still lived in a time where I could challenge somebody for to a duel. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, yeah, and, and I, I posted this uh, uh, on our Instagram page. That's birdies underscore bourbon. And I asked the followers, is this uh, is this just a hype machine? You know, the, the Brooksy saga looks like it's uh, – uh, for nevermore. And so is this a hype machine or is it a real feud? Uh, that, you know, that some very interesting comments. Uh, quite a few people said, uh, you know, uh, fuck Kevin Na. Uh, some other people were, uh, who's Kevin or who's Kevin, who's Grayson Murray. There you go. Um, so, but it was kind of a 50, 50 split on if we've really got a, really got a feud going here or it's just, you know, the, we, let's, who wants to go build the hype up and, and try to rack in, uh, some pit points. Kevin, Na 
is one of those interesting guys on tour. You don't you don't hear a lot about him, but then every once in a while you'll get these type of moments like you got last week where, you know, it, it went back further than that. It was a Twitter kind of feud, right? Where they're going back and forth about making cuts yeah. and all that kind of stuff, whatnot. But but it goes back and forth where, you know, remember him at, with DJ over there at the match play, the Dell match play a couple of years ago. He puts his hand on him. Hey, you got to wait for me. Like he, he's he's a little little instigator. Yeah. <laughs> Slow? Yeah. He's slow? Yeah, he's slow, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm not saying it. I've never played golf with him, but a lot of other people say it. So, you know, I, I guess before you go tossing it around. Um, let's see. Speaking of, uh, I mentioned Cameron Champ a minute ago. So my one and done last week, Dan, mm, placed T6. I know. T6. And, and, I, and I did bet Champ outright. Mm. I, I actually thought, you know, hey, maybe. <laughs> and boy, come Sunday, I was like, really? Hey, 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 we at least may get a playoff out of this. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I wasn't I wasn't spending it just yet, but I was feeling really good about it until maybe hole eight. I think it was eight where he uh, where he plugged inside of the embedded ball in the, mm-hmm. in, the in, in the hazard, and it pretty much went all the ship from there. So uh, I thought I thought I was really going to get to to uh, to shine a little light on my pick this week. Uh, instead, I'm eating. Cr- I guess I'm not no, eating too that's much. That's a good crow. finish it's, for uh, well, I mean, that's yeah, that's good camp chat money. However, <laughs> were you were you a little premature on somebody? Oh, he's going to win this week. He's going to win this week. I do actually think this course probably sets up really well for Woodland this week. And in, in just the sense that if I if I hadn't used him already, I would definitely uh, I would definitely be using him this week because I, I think the course, I think he's what he's going to not hit as much driver. I think he's going to hit a lot more three wood. I think his ball striking coming in. We'll get to this in a minute, but yeah, I, I think this place uh, just in the form that Woodland's coming in. And again, T24 wasn't horrible uh, and where we've seen Gary in the past and where he's at today. I just think we're seeing the Gary of uh, we're seeing the Gary that we expect to see. Uh, not the Gary that uh, that you know that we that we're uh, that we've seen uh, you know prior to so. And you did take the lead again, the one and done. Yep. You're ahead by like eighty nine thousand bucks. Eighty nine thousand. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I went up. I bumped up a little in a couple other leagues that I'm playing in too. So I'm feeling feeling pretty good about that. Can't uh, let, need. Uh, I'll need Mayo Media to get that check on its way. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's cross our fingers and hope so. <laughs> Uh, and, and yes, hope sometimes is uh, hope sometimes is a strategy. Okay, so um, good, congrats to John Rahm. Uh, good to see. I don't, well, so what do you think? How how many more tournaments, or does he does John Rahm finish the season as the number one player in the world? Uh, that's a tough. That's a tough one to make up some ground on, man. He, uh, Scheffler's got three wins this year, so I mean, John, he just got the one, but. That's tough. That's that's a lot of ground to make up. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Seems. I mean, they're not they're not counting Corn Ferry Tour events. Are they in the PGA rankings? No. Not that I know of. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. Not, not kidding. Rules kidding. Kidding. No, but he's got uh, a lot of ground to make up here. I uh, told you I am not getting on the John Rom is back bandwagon. That putter is not hot, and that field. He was the only top ten player there, and he should have won by ten strokes. I, I can't. I'm not arguing. I'm just just saying, just saying. Oh, so let me ask this one. So, do we see? Does Tony Finau win a tournament before John Rahm wins another tournament? <sighs> he could. He's hitting them all good. He looked good. Yeah, he could. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll look at uh, we'll look into a, a little more about Tony Finau in a second. But yeah, Finau looked he looked really. I mean, I was like, shit, where's this guy coming from? I mean, he, yeah, you know, it could quickly go the other direction. But uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I was kind of impressed. I mean, I was scratching my head. I'm going like, man, should I be playing Finau this week? I know. I think he's I think he's in the field, isn't he? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think he's second or third in DK. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah. Again, the putter, like, not good news there. But uh, you know, yeah. So, okay. Um, let's see. We mentioned Tiger. Uh, he sh- Tiger showed up to play at Southern Hills, <laughs> and uh, we got we got the pictures from the chopper at that. So, I, so I take it like it. This is uh, this is uh, LFG, right? I mean, this is let's fucking go, man. I mean, Tiger's Tiger's going to play in the second major of the year. Would you say? Oh yeah. Yeah, he got a taste of, of Augusta. He's like, this is going to be the hardest course I'm going to walk all year. And I got through it, and it was painful, but I can go out here and play, and I can compete. Yeah, he's back. It at least makes, make the cut. Mm-hmm. I can make the cut at another major. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Do you think it's weighing on his mind? Do you think it's like, so he's 47, I believe? I think he's 47. Mm-hmm. And, you know, n- not to say that you can't win a major at 50, can can be done. Saw it recently. Um, but do you th- I mean, the, but the clock's got to be ticking in his mind, right? Like mm-hmm. how, how, I mean, everything that's happened to me, I, I can still, I can still hit the ball good enough. Now putting, I think there, I think there's going to be a little bit of, of that game time readiness that, that he's, he's, he's Tiger Woods. I'm not discounting any of that, but there's still, there's there's at bats and at bats get you to you, you just get on a hot streak and when you're playing you know four tournaments a year uh th- at this point i think we'll see him at two tournaments <laughs> this year so you know or at the point that the the pga's played we'll be at two tournaments and i mean it literally could be we see tiger at you know less than six tournaments a year Right. right? And, and does he elect to sit some of those out? So, so do you think the clock in his head is ticking and it's like, if I can at all get out there and play, I got to go play because I, that's the only shot or it's, if I don't get out there and play and I can do it, I'm losing an opportunity to break the record. I think he gets in that same zone, like a Fetter and a doll and all those guys are in where they see the competition around them. And that's what, that's what drives them to keep going further. Uh, like Federer probably should have retired by now. Brady should have retired by now, but they can't let, they can't let go. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold mm-hmm. on, hold on, hold on. Brady did retire. <laughs> he just made a comeback. <laughs> okay. what, did, uh, what, what, did, what, what did, what did LL say? <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. Uh, Kevin Thomas said, Mama said, knock you out. Right. <laughs> uh, but, but, um, they see all this people, the people around them and they're just such competitors. Like, ah, oh, I got to win like one more. Just give me one more. Just give me one more. They get addicted to like winning that major so they can get that far further ahead. And they know the history books over time will plow over that. Right. And they're like, well, how long can I stay? Because somebody's going to beat it, but I'm going to make it as hard as I can for that bastard to beat it. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Because John Rahm we'll really wants to beat Tiger's record. He wants to beat Jack's record. He so badly wants it. Well, yeah. I mean, I at this point, I don't think Tiger's going to break Jack's. And at this point, I don't know that in our lifetime we'll ever see anybody break Tiger's. I, I think there'll have to be some significant. Uh, there, there'll have to be, and I don't even know what those changes could be. But I just, I, I think it's just so, the, the competition is so deep out there. I mean, look at, la, like, look at last week. And I, I'm not saying that, that Brom was throttled back. 
But look at last week, and, and you you said it right. Look at the look at the look at the strength of field, and Rom won by. I mean, literally, like I I it had a chance to go into a playoff up until what probably fifteen or sixteen, and then he kind of you know I, I mean I shit I guess technically uh, well off of eighteen I think those guys hit it left. I think Scotty Scheffler is going to beat beat the record by uh, by thirty. Think he'll beat it this year? No, by thirty. <laughs> well, it's true. He's already thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know, I, but it's uh, but it's got to be weighing in Tiger's mind, right? That, that I mean, the wheels have got to be spinning. That you know, hey, let's uh, you know, let, if, if you can show up and play, which I think that means you think you can show up and compete. But the that that whole trip to Augusta, even though I think he finished DFL out of everybody that made the cut, yeah. but that had to be it had to be like just such a like. Well, shit, if I can make the cut, then I got a chance to win. And if I got a chance to win, I'm showing up. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, I, I don't know, it'll be good to, good to see him out there regardless of what happens. So, uh, how long do you think it's going to be? Go ahead, you first. Yeah. Well, how, how long do you think it's going to be before? Because he came out and said, like, I'm, I'm not asking for any um, uh, uh, special uh uh, special uh, uh, there's no special requirements going to happen for me showing up to play golf because if Tiger Wood said I can show up and play but I'm going to need a cart because of my injury and I can't walk any longer and he he outright said not going to happen if and we clearly saw at Augusta that Tiger had no issues with his golf game per se mm-hmm. it was just getting to the ball mm-hmm was was the biggest challenge now granted augusta lots of hills i don't know why we're talking about the masters why not i mean it's only uh 47 weeks away uh, <laughs> but but it you know it's one of those things it's like how how long is it going to take him to go back on that to go back or do, do you think he ever will do you think he ever take he'll he'll ever concede that and say you know what i can still hit the ball i can still play just can't get to my ball give me a card he can only do that at the Champions Tour. I don't think they'll give him a card on the PGA Tour. Now, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I've been thinking about this. What, yes, what, yes, they will. What What if? What if he does this year and, and like he does the the majors, or maybe he does maybe he does yeah? Well, majors are done by like late summer, right? By August, probably, right? Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what if he goes in August and he goes, Ugh, leg's not working, and he says, you know, give give me the Cut it off and give me give me like a the other thing instead. That'll work better. Uh, I think you're stretching it, but uh, you know, I mean, anything can happen. I, I don't. I'm not a doctor, but I'm like, if it's less painful for him and he can still play with, uh, you know, one of those. Um, what do they call those things? I forget what they're called, but you know, you know um, they, they amputate the leg and they give him some kind of, you know. You know Metal, prosthetic prosthetic yeah metal kind of thing or whatever it is and he can play with that you know kind of like uh like the guy the the blade runner guy that, that ran all those races and oh, yeah. won but what if what if they what if he does that well, we saw how well things went for that guy so uh i'm thinking that's not gonna happen well, that's not gonna happen well that guy actually won a lot of races and everything he just had a little trouble, <laughs> yeah. a little trouble with some some stuff personally yeah, yeah. tiger's already passed all that <laughs> he's already passed that, all that he, Older and wiser. I think that's why that is not going to happen. I, I do think uh, okay, I do on. think Tiger is uh, the, the modern day Dalton, though. I do think he tra- probably travels with all of his medical, rec- medical records. No, I mean, yeah. I, I think and he travels. No I think he, I, I think he's got an upgrade. I think he travels with his doctor. <laughs> and pay no hurt. 
<laughs> right. We don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can all uh, we, we can all we can all read into that about where that's probably going. So hold on. Let, let's talk about another another U.S. Open champion mm. that all signs are go, as far as I see. Uh, now we could see something that says it ain't. I don't think we've seen an official announcement that says. Phil Mickelson is playing in the U.S. Open. I think he submitted that he he submitted a request to play in the U.S. Open or whatever that whatever they call that, an entry into the U.S. Open. But I, I don't think we've seen officially it's been accepted and it's done. But here's what I the question I have for you: the next time we see Phil, mm. do you ever? So I guess it's, there's new. I I remember it from back in the day. But there's a TV show called Dallas. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, you know, J.R. Ewing, the Ewing family mm-hmm. and all, and, you know, and, and when it panned across, you had all these, um, you had all these oil, oil rigs out there, you know, that was panning across, uh, you know, the Dallas landscape. And uh, what do you, do you think the next logo we see on Phil's hat, because it ain't going to be KPNG. You think it's going to have like an oil rig, like right on, right on the. Right on the front logo there, he's got like an oil rig in the front of the hat. <laughs> he might have a Saudi tour thing on his collar or something. Yeah, it may have like a like a like an oil barrel or a, <laughs> like an oil tanker on the on the chest on the logo. One hundred percent. I mean, well, it, it ain't going to be KPMG. It's not going to be. Uh, it's not going to be Workday. It's not going to be Callaway. Uh, I don't know what else he had really. I mean, I think those Amstel were the three Light, kind of title. Am- Amstel Light, Workday. Yeah, but I didn't, um, I, didn't, I didn't see Amstel Light anywhere on the back. No, his shirt. but they were they dropped them as well. They dropped them. Workday dropped them. KPNG dropped them. Um, who else was in there? Somebody else was in there. I forget who else. Yeah, somebody else was in there too. I thought there was like four uh, of them. Yeah, speaking of Amstel, uh, we're not afraid to drink imported beer on the show. That's right. In case you got a little uh, right. coin to throw around. That's right. Just saying. Um. So what? So what's going to be? You think he's just showing up? Um, like, uh, is he showing up amateur style? He's going to have like the jumping man. I, I, did Miz and Main drop him? I don't think so. Yeah. So maybe he shows up and it's just a jumping man all around. Hmm. The jumping Phil. The jumping Phil. That's it. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's just jumping Phil everywhere. Um, you, uh, I think you were telling me, maybe I got a text from Cal- you or Callaway, something. Said, Callaway paused it. Yep. Yeah, Callaway's on pause. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think everybody else is done. I think, I think everyone else, well, Mizzen and Maine, I don't think they're done. I didn't see any release from them. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if anybody knows what Mizzen and Maine is. So I don't know that it really made a difference if they need to say that they're dropping him or not dropping him. They probably didn't even know, you know, people probably don't even know that he's, uh, that's who's making his gear. Yeah. You had a question. Well, they see him out there in like a like a full button up uh, shirt, and they're like, uh, why, "Why would I wear like a button down on the golf course?" Mm-hmm. Exactly. Would you say there's a question? You, you have a question? I thought you had a question. Oh no, it was about Phil and what he's going to be wearing. Oh yeah, I think it's going to be a lot like JT when JT got stripped of all his stuff. Hmm. He probably called him. <laughs> let me let me walk you through this, kid. <laughs> All right. Don't. So, quick question for you. So, Phil hasn't played a golf tournament like since Hawaii, probably, right? Something like that. Yeah. These next two majors are going to be the first golf tournaments Phil Mickelson has gone to and lost money in like twenty years. 
if they if they've already taken the sponsorships away, yeah. is he technically losing money? Well, my point no is like, to be made. he's going to miss the cut. It's going to cost him a flight and everything to get there. And usually he, the, the sponsors are picking all that stuff up. He's going to he's actually losing money now. Good point. Uh, I, I think we're going to see um, I think live tour. Here I come. Coffee for wellness stand in the parking lot. Now that could be. I, I don't know if Coffee for Wellness is still behind it. You oh, I, I did have a question. You're right. You thanks for reminding me. Uh, you said that uh, you'd you saw some pictures or videos or something. It looks like he bulked up a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Phil uh, Phil looks like he's put on some pounds and he was sporting. I think he was sporting a beard. It wasn't a great shot, but it um, it's like he was sporting a beard or something. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. So hold on. Is this is you, do you think this is like Bryson esque? Like he's, like he's bulking up or is he just gaining weight? Cause I mean, he could be bulking up to uh, help with swing speed. I definitely that, think it's definitely think it's that. Yes. Or is he, is he eating and drinking his emotions? I do. I, yes. Yes. I think it's, you I think it's, I think it. he's eating and drinking his emotions for sure. Okay. On, right. well, that, that's, that's probable then. There you go. Let's see. Uh, for those of you that are just listening on the pod, well, you should uh, head over to Twitter. What do you think about that? Or go find us on uh, Instagram. You think some I don't there? see a beard. I, I do see a, I do see some girth. Yeah, I, I wouldn't call that. The, the calves look good as usual, uh, but I yeah, he looks a little girthy. Yeah. 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 I, mean, it, I mean, it looks fast, though. Looks fast, looks but he fast. looks like he gained some weight for sure. Fast. Yeah. He looks fast. <laughs> well, I, we'll see, I guess. I mean, I think we're still going to see. Um, I think we're I think we're still going to have Phil. Uh, yeah, we're still going to get him uh, at the tournament. So we'll see what happens. I think maybe. I don't know. What's it, What's the chance that he doesn't play? Well, you and I both agree that Tiger's playing, right? Oh, he's in. He's in Outside both of any, like, I think he's playing both of them. Yeah. But you, so you think Tiger's in? Yeah. I, I'm sorry, Phil. You think Phil's in? I think they're Phil's both in. in. I think they're both in. Okay. Now, the question is, okay, so I think he submitted. The question is, is he allowed to play? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Does he get approved? Does, does the submission, does it get accepted, approved, whatever the terminology is that they use? I think so. I think it's been, you know, months now. I mean, they can't, they can't suspend him for like an entire year, can they? I think they could. I think they could kick him out. <laughs> And here's what I think. I think if they're dependent upon the uh, on the Kevin Na and Grayson Murray uh, little little uh, cat fight they're having to carry the the banter for the PGA Tour, they better let him play because that ain't going to cut it. So that's a very good point. And what what do you think the, the hecklers are going to heckle him with? Ooh. There's so many things I want to say right now, but I don't think I can say them. <laughs> Saudi Phil. I, th- I think it's going to be like, "Hey, old man, what are you what are you doing on our course, old man?" Oil man. <laughs> uh, what else could they? Uh, what else could they? What else could they throw at him? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I can go down this road. I mean, I, I can go down this road, but I, I don't know if it's the right thing. To okay, do. all right, we'll table it. Maybe, I mean, they could, they, maybe we should they, post, they we'll could... post it on Instagram, okay? And then they, people can respond with what they think they're going to. It's going to be the heckler. Oh, that yeah. is, that is good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, find us at Birdies underscore bourbon on instagram and uh yeah we'll get a post out later what do you, what do you think the hecklers are going to heckle phil with 
Now, keep it. I mean, it just don't make it X-rated because I don't know no. if we can. Like, if it gets too bad, you know, we we won't be able to post it. So, but you can still send it. I, I don't care. Uh, I mean, I care. But you know what the I'm winner, saying. we may we may get uh, some some shirts out of it. <laughs> they could they could get something. Yeah, I mean, we'll we got, we'll make some hats. shirts. We'll make some shirts of that heckle. <laughs> we could make some shirts of the heckle. That, that's a good point. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll we'll see where that goes. It's, here's what I do think is going to happen, and I'll leave it at this one. I think we're going to say, "Hey, what are you trading in that hat for?" A mm-hmm. I don't know for what. Mm-hmm. Phil was always <laughs> Phil was a very prominent visor wearer during his in his prime. Phil was a visor man in his prime. I'd like to see the pairing at the PGA be Phil, Ricky, and Adam Scott. But are those the next three uh, live tour uh, headliners? Well, Phil and Ricky, I'd like to see which one we can actually pick out who's who. I know Phil's left-handed. It's still going to be a little difficult not being able to see all those sponsors on both of those guys. They're going to look a little bare. And then Adam Scott's certainly going to give that that, that, live tour vibe with all that um, um, beige he'll be wearing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Keep it. Uh, yeah, give, give me. How many, what, how many different shades of khaki? Can you get there? <laughs> uh, no, I, yeah. I mean, I, you know what's funny? You know whose name we haven't heard at all about the live tour? Mm. You just said it. You just said it. Adam Scott. No. Oh, Ricky. Yeah. Rocky. Ricky. Yeah. We, we, we. I mean, like this guy. It seriously could be in jeopardy of losing his car. Hey, you know what? I'll be on. So, okay. He may be the brightest businessman ever. He's like, you know what? They just offered they, they, two years ago. He offered me $40 million or whatever, and they, oh, whatever, maybe a hundred million dollars to join this tour. So I just can, I, I tanked so I could get a, I could get a better draft choice. <laughs> hey, it very well could be, man. I mean, it, it's like that, like, like that is, I think that's, yeah. Why wouldn't you go do that? Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, we'll see him in the field this week, but I mean, we haven't seen great things out of him. And not, not, I mean, I, I don't want him to go necessarily. I mean, I want him to do whatever's right for them. It's their business. So I, I, it makes no difference to me. There's plenty of talent on the PGA Tour. I, I don't care. So, Well, we, we haven't seen Ricky on the PGA Tour in like two years. <laughs> well, not, not on the weekend. Not on the weekend. <laughs> uh, uh, commercials get in, the way of, uh, get in the way of your profession, man. <laughs> uh, you know, there are there are actually professional commercial actor act, uh, actors and actresses. I don't know how you how do you. Yeah, I, I'll just leave it at that. There are professional commercial actor people. Mm-hmm. That? There you go. There you go. Uh, and I, I think Bucky's uh, coined that for a lot of individuals. Okay. Uh, what else is going on, Dan? We've that's a lot of golf on. news. That's a lot of golf news. Yes. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of golf. A lot of unimportant golf news coming your way. You, you heard it here first. Most of it's probably not true. Uh, but allegedly, allegedly, facts. Allegedly, those are facts. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. Oh. Let's take a break, get a refill, and if somebody wants to say something, I guess they'll do it now. There you go. Refills are here, Dan, mm-hmm. and uh, we're heading to Boston. Well, no, we're not. We're kind of heading to Boston, aren't we? We're heading, we're heading up that way. Maryland. Ah, eh, shit. I'm looking at the wrong course. Why did I Why did I already pick my one and done? <laughs> we are. And... Um, <laughs> 
maybe I, I'm trying to get close, trying to get close. Uh, but we're heading, we are heading to TPC Potomac. And uh, where I should be heading this week, instead of not heading to, I'm glad I didn't book a ticket to Boston. Uh, that's I th- that's, a, that's the U.S. Open. Is what I, or the uh, yeah the U.S. Open is going to be uh, in uh, in Massachusetts. But I'm glad I didn't book my ticket already because I'd be heading there. But where I should be heading is I should be heading to your home state of North Carolina, the Quail Hollow, this week to uh, watch the Wells Fargo Championship. But it's in. Potomac in Maryland. <laughs> it, it is at TPC Potomac. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of fun things. So let's talk about the course for just a second. So uh, it's going to play around 7,200 yards. There's only two par fives. And here's what I'll say. I think this is probably about as close to a die course as you can get without being a die course. <laughs> Um, it's tree lined greens are small. Uh, I think that the bombers could fare well here, except for, I don't think you have to be a bomber to fare well here. And, uh, I don't, I think there could be some weather coming in up there. And if it, if it rains, I think it's going to favor one golfer versus the other. But what it is, is it is not quail hollow and it is absolutely a different style golf course. And you're going to have to play different golf than there. I think fairways are going to be a premium around the greens going to be important. The most important I think is going to be par fours at 175. The second shots at 175 yards and longer, both of the par fives, are I think both are over 600 yards or very close to. And uh, yeah, I think the bigger challenge is going to be uh, just the long par fours. And like I said, man, if I hadn't played Gary Woodland and you hadn't played Gary Woodland, I think that's a place where Gary Woodland looks really, really good at uh, from his second shot being. And yeah, I think some of the guys, if it, if it rains and gets wet, I think some folks are going to be outside of that. I mean, maybe upwards of uh, or closer to 200 yards for their uh, for their approach shot in. So uh, I don't know anything else on the course. Uh, I got a couple things, but yeah. anything else from you? Uh, two. We had two um, tournaments here before. Who won? Yeah, yeah. So 2017 and 2018. Uh, Kyle Stanley won. Charles mm-hmm. Howe the third was runner up, mm-hmm. and uh, the Sauce Man. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, beat Ryan Armour in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, the Sauce Man, I believe that was uh, it was definitely a playoff. I don't know if it was multiple holes, but it was definitely a playoff. So, uh, yeah. So let's head over to our friends at FantasyNational.com. Uh, I'm going to be looking at the last 24 rounds. Dan may also. I'm going to take this off of par four proficiency. I was actually trying to do a little research. I, I know. Don't don't. Don't fall out of your chair. <laughs> I was already drinking, so I figured, eh, why not look at something uh, you know that didn't involve alcohol? Maybe it'll keep me focused. Clearly, go. it's not working. No. Clearly, it's not working. No, it's not. Um, so here's what I think about where we are. Um, it is definitely, definitely not. Uh, it, it's uh, we got a heavier field than we had last week. Yeah. Rory, but I don't. I mean, I say that. I don't know. I mean, isn't this like? Kind of the same. It, it's heavier. It, it's yeah. it's it's heavier, but uh, not as I mean, heavy. Not as heavy Tony, as I was expecting. Though it was, I thought it was going to be heavier. Yeah. 
Yeah, when, when you've got Tony Finau as the uh, second high, uh, second highest price golfer in the field, when you've got Abe Answer as the third highest price golfer in the field, I mean, I, I guess there, when you look at it, I think there's some people that are priced a little. And again, I, I look through it and I'm like, okay, well, I don't know who I'd price above them necessarily, but it, it just the pricing looks a little wonky to me. Not surprised to see Roy McIlroy. As the, he is the defending champion of the Wells Fargo Championship, he is not the defending champion at uh, TPC Potomac. I guess the other thing to consider is this is a TPC golf course, so uh, there, there's probably a few folks in the field that uh, that, that you may want to lean towards from a DraftKings perspective. So, Dan, um, take it away in the ten thousand dollar, the elite range of golfers, the most expensive golfers that'll be teeing it up at the Wells Fargo Championship. Well, this is the time of the show where we talk about Finau and how well he did, like we did last week. And, you know, we talk about Answer and Connors. I mean, ignore McElroy, and he wins by 10. Uh, I mean, would, would, it, would you be surprised to see McElroy go wire to wire this week and pull a John Rom? No. I, I 100% think he could do that. Yeah. Now, this field is tougher. I mean, you got, you got so McElroy, Finau, Answer, Connors, Fitzpatrick, Hatton, Leishman, Bradley. These are all really good guys. I mean, so we didn't have we didn't have this deep of a field last week. That's why I was saying I thought Ron was going to win by more. But uh, but in this in this range here, I mean, you, you can't go you can't go wrong with Rory. I think you know I think you need to play Rory a little bit in DraftKings. I, I'm not going to play him in every lineup, but I think you got to play him in some of these lineups. I think he's going to be outstanding this week. The Masters, he finished second. He missed the cut at the Valero. T33 at the Players. T13 at API. Genesis T10. Off to T sixth in this field and approach. 62nd putting 41st 13% projected ownership 11 fives what it's going to cost model rank sixth I, I think he I think he's a must play in some lineups you think Rory wants to um, you think he wants to play through the weekend and win the tournament yeah I do so I, I mean I'm looking at the ownership percentage right and I'm looking at Rory McElroy at 13% and I'm looking at Corey Connors at, uh, let's go ahead and call it 26%. This is on Monday. And I'm like, I'll go ahead and spend the additional $1,400 mm-hmm. and find somebody, uh, find somebody a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll just, I'll take Rory. I mean, I, I don't, I know. So Rory ranks six on the model. Corey Connors ranks third. I think I'm buying the. I'm, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the push on uh, on the fourteen hundred bucks, and I'm going to take Rory at. Uh, I think that. Uh, yeah, I mean, just look at the numbers on Rory and look at where. Like, okay, the Valero for Rory, he missed the cut. Do you think he wanted to play the Valero? I mean, he probably did, but I mean, do you think he really cared? No. Nor do I. I think it was a tune-up for the Masters, and look at what he did. It finished his second. Yep. So, and I'm not comparing this course to Augusta National at all, but I'm just saying I think that's uh, yeah. I mean, in my mind, that that's kind of where I'm going with that. Is he was a tune-up? I don't think the yeah, right. Was, I think he does uh, want to win this was, week, though. I do think because this is a week he's got a couple of weeks between now and the PGA, and this is one where he's like, yeah, you know, I'll take another win this year. I mean, I think he wants to win on the FedEx Cup for sure. I, um, I absolutely agree. Yeah. I think he could win on the FedEx Cup, too. Uh, Finau, I mean, do you see what the number says as far as putting goes? Mm, 133. Uh, I'm going to ta- take a look. Let's let's see. What if Finau? We won't see any numbers last week from uh, from the Mexico Open. But what's Finau been doing in putting? Let the, how, how bad is he, actually? 
so bent grass, uh, it's not his worst uh, putting surface. And uh, yeah, he's pretty much losing a stroke ish on every yeah, last five. He's lost a stroke. But he's making it up. So off the tee, he's not losing anything. Approach, he's making it up. I don't know. Around the green and putting, he's losing strokes. I mean, I guess that's probably where I'm fading, uh, fading fee now here, I suppose. Uh, answer, I was actually surprised to see him make the cut last week. I didn't know what, because, you know, he he didn't uh, he didn't fare well at the Masters, didn't fare well at the Valspar. Uh, this is generally speaking, the kind of course I would see him play really well at. So if he's healthy, which yeah. I mean, what we saw last week at uh, the Mexico open uh, was a T 42. Uh, it wasn't, I mean, wasn't horrible, but I, I, you know, I don't know if it was great at 10,400. I don't know that I want to go there. I, I mean, I think I'm, if, if I'm going to play 10,400, there's two people I'm playing. Well, Connors, but everybody else is playing Connors too. So if I'm going to take the, if I'm going to go, go against the grain here, I'm taking, I'm probably starting with uh, Matt Matt Fitzpatrick, and then I'm probably going uh, McElroy. And I, I'm not betting him. I mean, the, I think the last I saw was like twelve to one or sixteen to one. But I'm not betting Rory. But yeah, I mean, that's uh, I, I don't know. It's I, I see a repeat absolutely of what happened last week. Oh yeah, one hundred percent can see that happening. Now I was thinking about Connors for a one and done. I'm not going that way, but I mean, I, I know why people were picking him for this. I mean, he's he's look at the if you look at the uh, recent form. It's outstanding in terms of placement. So I get it. It's just the ownership's too high from you know for DK. Yeah, the only thing that sucks is uh, I, I don't shouldn't even say sucks. The only thing that's crappy is um, is his putting. And, I, and when I say crappy, that's a very, very, very loose term. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So uh, $9,000 range, we can spend probably all day on this one. Uh, where are you starting? Uh, I'm with you on Keegan. I like Keegan. Uh, model rank seventh, 9,600 bucks, 16.2% projected ownership uh, off the T 17th on approach 22 around the green ninth putting 77th uh, T eight at the Valero missed a cut at Valspar, not fifth at the players T 11 at API. I played them. I think at Valspar, didn't I? Some, I forget where I played him. <laughs> and and uh, he got me. But um, I played him because of the recent form is, was outstanding coming off the players. And it's, it's just, I think he got a little bit uh, tired coming off of that. Whatnot. But I, I, I love I love the way he's been playing uh, recently. So par fours, 450 to 500. He ranks 13th. He ranks 22nd in par fours, 400 to 450. So I kind of like that. And yeah, I, I think Keegan is uh, Keegan's my lean here. What's his number as far as owning own percentage? Sixteen yeah. percent. Yeah, I mean, I, and you could probably start down here ish, I guess. Um, the couple of folks, uh, I think Woodland's another yep. solid play here. Yep. I think from um, from a par four uh, scoring percentage, I, I think that's probably a good play for me. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Keegan and and Woodland are probably where I'm heading in this uh, in the nine thousand dollar field. Yep, yep. Just looking to see who uh, if there's anybody that I don't like here. Uh, you know, Patrick Reed. He had a little, had a little, uh, got, had a little gust there at the Mexico Open. Uh, it, it didn't. He didn't get things turned around. So you know, I don't know about that. Um, but yeah, I think those are my two plays there. No. Uh, I don't really have a fade. Uh, I don't really have much of a fade in these these uh, 
these top two categories. I think everybody's playing pretty well right now. Yeah, Russell Henley. Yeah, he's numbers. The only thing is, yeah, he. I mean, he's struggling off the. That, well, his worst category, I should say, is off the tee. He's ranked 79th, and I, I guess it could get him into a little bit of trouble. But I mean, he's eighth around the green. He's first in approach. So I don't know that I could really. No, you go. go you go, you go T13 yeah. and API. Yeah. That's a pretty long course. Genesis is a pretty long course. Yeah. You know, T33, and it's not really hurting that much, right? No, no, yep, totally agree. Uh, all right, so uh, let's go through eight thousand dollars. Who, uh, who's your guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll give you Paul Casey twice. I, I kind of like Paul Casey. He withdrew at the Masters, so hopefully he's healthy. And he also tr- had trouble at the match play event, right? So I, 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 yeah. So is he healthy? I don't know. Other than that, I like him, right? He was doing some great form. He was third of players, seventy second at API, fifteenth at the Genesis, twenty fifth at the CJ Cup. I mean, obviously, the CJ Cup was a long time ago, but he was showing some recent form. But I, I can't trust. I can't trust that. I, I'm probably starting in this category here with my buddy Max Homa. Uh, model ranked fourth, eighty six hundred bucks, thirteen point six percent projected ownership off the T eleventh, up on approach fourteenth, putting twenty first. Those are hard numbers to beat right there from a balance perspective. T48 at the Masters, T13 the Players, T17 at API, T10 Genesis, T14 Phoenix. Great form. Recently announced he's having a kid. Definitely wants to compete with Adam Hadwin on Twitter with the kid dancing around and everything. So I could see why he did that. And um, yeah, I like I like so Max you're, So here. you're making it a kid thing, are you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I told you. We, we, I predicted a little while ago he had to get a kid because uh, he was losing uh, followers to he, Adam he's, Hadwin. He's. Definitely losing followers. You got to got to keep up. So I uh, totally get the keeping up with the uh, the Hadwins. Uh, I mean, I don't know why it's not a show yet, but it, it's probably going to be. So here's where I'm heading. Uh, I'm so Sergio Garcia. Uh, I think this is a place where it's, it can set up really well for him. Uh, approach not not doing the best in the world, but I, I think I may be a little. Uh, I, I may roll the dice a little and go with a Sergio play and sprinkle some of that around. I, I too like Max Homa, and I think that's something that could happen. Uh, Cameron Young, mm. he's ranked in the last 24 rounds. He's ranked third strokes gained total, first tee to green, first in ball striking, 17th in short game, uh, first off the tee. 31st in approach and fourth in DraftKings points. I mean, I, I may have to shuffle my, I may have to change my uh, one and done. I hope I'm looking at the right shit because that, that just seems crazy to me that there's that many ones in this guy's, uh, in his scorecard, and he's at $8,000 even. Am I looking at the right guy? Can't yeah, yeah. This is one of the guys I think is in the running again for rookie of the year. So yeah, he he he. I think I'm going to go on record and say, I he'll be rookie of the year. If anybody wants to make a wager on that, uh, send a note. Send a note, and you don't have to tell me what your wager is. Uh, you know, just drop a um, uh, drop a like and uh, hit like it. And comment. Uh, I'll wager, and uh, I'll and, and leave an email address or DM us at birdies underscore bourbon, and we'll figure out what the wager is. But I, I'll take Cameron Young, and uh, I'll make the wager worth your while. You don't have to oversell anything, and and uh, you know hurt yourself on your wager. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's he. I don't know how he can be, man. He's he's playing way too good, and I could see this uh, this totally happening. 
Yeah, he's been playing great. I mean, it's a, it's a name we're all getting to know, and yeah, that form is outstanding. Yep. Even though we had a couple of missed cuts, but I think it was his first Masters. Uh, I'm going to chalk the players up as that was a shit show. <laughs> so, yeah, I think uh, I think Cameron. <laughs> Let's just say yeah, I'm not betting it for the PGA. <laughs> I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> uh, all right. So, are any definite fades for you? Uh, definite fade for me: Jason Day, uh, Webb Simpson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, Siwoo. Like you know, I mentioned earlier, I think this place could actually be kind of a dieish. Yeah. You know, it, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a die kind of setup. So I, I could see Siwoo kind of getting hot here. But uh, yeah, Paul Casey's a definite fade for me here, just because I don't. I'm not saying he ain't going to win the tournament. I'm just saying I don't know what we're going to get out of Paul Casey, and is this just a uh, Thursday Friday tune-up to get ready for um, uh, the PGA Championship? That that's my only only uh, dialogue on that. You good? Good. Seven thousand dollars. Seven thousand uh, dollars. Give me. Uh, give me. 7,900 and give me 7,800. There you go. Keith Mitchell. Uh, Matt Kuchar. And Matt Kuchar. <laughs> and Keith Mitchell. Yeah. Give me those two guys. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to kind of squirrel some things around because I think I'm going to pick a little high in the $7,000 range. And, and I'm picking, I think I may be picking low enough in the $8,000 range. I could just go eights and sevens and maybe, and maybe a 9,000 would be good if I pick low enough. But, I think I think this is a place that's going to set up really nice for Kuchar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a we got some good finishes coming. What do we got? T three at RBC, T two at Valero, T sixteen at Valspar. Again, I ain't worried about that. And I don't think he was worried about. Um, and I think that Matt Kuchar's caddy this weekend may not be good for Matt Kuchar's caddy if he wins, uh, but. I believe that was Kyle Stanley's caddy when he won in 2017. Oh, wow. Hmm. Maybe it's, uh, maybe we're talking about, you know, different things and it's like, uh, well, Hey, this is like uh, caddy etiquette over here. And, uh, you know, we're going to play things different. Who knows? I'm with you on Kuchar, Mitchell. I'd say Vegas is worth a couple of points, you know, we're going into some DK points. Um, you got model ranked ninth here, 7,800 bucks, 6.5% projected ownership, which you got to love that. Uh, off the T14, on approach 23rd, putting 67. The putting's a little weak there, but look at the approach in the, on the off the T. Uh, last results, Valero T18, Corrales, Porto Conda, uh, T4, Valspar T27, Mr. Cut the Players, and Honda T42. So he's been playing well. And for that price point, that ownership, I think you should probably sprinkle a little. I'm not the only thing I would say, I think if it, I think if they get rain, if they get weather, I think Vegas is a play. Mm. I think if it's dry and, uh, you know, people are kind of, kind of pulling back, I think that's where Vegas kind of gets his damage done is when, you know, he can rely on uh, being a bomber. And so I, I don't know. We'll we'll see where that gets to. But uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm not against Vegas ever really. Uh, just sometimes he burns me. The around the green I don't like. But hey, there you go. Uh, anybody else? It looks like it's definitely going to be wet on like uh, Thursday and Friday, Saturday. Um, yeah, Friday and Saturday for sure. And then Sunday is going to be kind of nice. It looks like so. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple more guys that stick out to me. Anybody else for you? Go ahead. So, Sepp Straka, I mean, that guy has been on a hell of a heater. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, 
Yeah, there's plenty. There's, I mean, I think you might make a lineup in the seven thousand dollar range. Let's to remind. I'm going to write it down. Let's make a seven thousand dollar lineup and just like see where we get to. Okay. You good with that? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Sepp Strachan, that guy's been on a hell of a heater, man. And I think that that's uh, that's probably a good play. I think the course sets up pretty good for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> what are you looking for? And uh, I like Joel Damon here. I think this course sets up really well for him. And I think, I mean, so literally, I, I, I would feel comfortable starting a lineup with Straka, Damon, Merritt, it don't don't fall out of your chair, but Lipsky, because you know I, I know what he just did, uh, and I I saw what happened. But I mean, if he can keep up with Rom, and it's a di- two completely different courses, I totally get it. But if he approaches it with a good game plan, I mean, I think he could get there. So <laughs> that, that, those are my I, I'll I'll stay there, and you know I just reset form. What they've been doing, I, I think there's something to be said there. So Adam Long's on a little bit of a heater too. Model rank 36, 7,400 bucks. Project, projected ownership 7.5. Off the tee 32 on approach 98. Putting 36. Uh, Mexican Open last week. T15. RBC Heritage T12. Valero T35. Uh, I kind of think you sprinkle a little bit there too. I mean, he's definitely on a run. No, I'm I'm with you. Uh, you throwing anything at the Sauce Man or Bucky? <laughs> not on Bucky. No, I'm not doing anything there. Um, and the Sauce Man. I mean, yeah, but I'll probably throw a little bit at the Sauce Man. Yeah. Well, Frankie's won here before. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. I'm definitely gonna throw I mean, some. He's not. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll the Masters, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that, that may be a top 20 bet or something, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of other people that those are my few. I mean, anybody that I'm just absolutely staying away from, I think you just set them. Uh, <laughs> and, hey, and the winner of this year's Wells Fargo Championship, Bucky Fowler. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Do I mean I don't even we'll go there. Uh ooh, you know who? Mackenzie Hughes has uh and Doc Redman. Those two guys have been playing pretty good. We're going to the six thousand uh, dollar range? A, no, I'm still in the seven thousand. But it is seven okay. seven on the money. Got it. And then we gotta talk about your boy. Okay. Uh so I I'm just I mean Doc Redman, maybe if you need to go there. Uh, look at Grayson Sig. Good thing Kevin Oz not playing. He may make the weekend. I mean, he has been making a lot of cuts, so uh, so that's a possibility. But look at the look at the Wolfman showing up. The Wolfman is arriving. Yeah, I don't know. 0.6% projected ownership. Um, hey, he just needs to get some rounds under him that he completes and. Doesn't throw his club in the water and stuff, right? So, yeah. There's a lot $7, of water $7,000. At $7,000, uh, I lost. Okay. So, uh, yeah, he, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had made enough cuts to make the weekend. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably steering clear for right now. But, um, 
yeah we'll just uh, all right six thousand <laughs> moving on <laughs> moving on six thousand i mean anybody down here that kind of stands out to you uh so ryan armor last time it was that last time the tournament was played here uh, or they played a pga tournament here in 2018 ryan armor lost uh to the sauce man mm-hmm. uh i mean you just said you like the sauce man why why would you not like the guy that uh that lost to him in a playoff it could be I mean, it could be that he's ranked 125th around the green it could be that's the only thing i really see that's kind of crappy i mean at sixty eight hundred dollars i mean other than around the green what don't you like about him 16th off the tee 52nd on approach uh there, there's not much to like there no i mean other than his yeah, third, recent form has not been great but yeah but, 38th in putting but it's a course that he's competed at i mean if i if, if you got to roll the dice i mean that may be a maybe a roll i think i did see pat perez was out i think uh he had uh uh what do you call it one uh one two tequila floor <laughs> what they call it uh so i think he uh, he elected to uh just stay uh stay out west uh, I'm seeing if there's anybody else down here that really Austin just, Smotherman uh, at 6,800 bucks, 7.7, 7. 7.1% projected ownership model rank 16 off the T 25th on approach six putting 108 T 67, Mexico T 61 Valero, Mr. Cut at Corrales, uh, T 25 house bar T 55 Puerto Rico. So I mean, he's making a lot of cuts, um, for that kind of price point, eh, you know, looking for people down here, right? Not horrible. Not horrible. Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm good down here. You good? I don't, I don't think there's anybody else I need to call out, unless you do. I'm sure, Roy Sabatini's probably going to win. Yeah, fuck. Here, here's Kadara. Uh, I mean, like his numbers look like shit, but uh, it, you know. But yeah, it, probably Sabatini. It, I could see him as like a first round, uh, mm-hmm. first round winner or mm-hmm. first round leader. Mm-hmm. Yep. Char- look at Charlie Hoffman at sixty four in this field. Charlie Hoffman at sixty four hundred dollars. Wow. Peter Malinati was fifteenth last week, sixty six hundred bucks. I mean, he's not playing that bad at sixty six hundred dollars. I mean, that's bad. something. I mean, the, the, I mean, putting putting for sure is kind of carrying him through to where he needs to be, but yeah. Hank Labiota at sixty six hundred dollars. I'm not playing Hank, but uh, but like look at Harry Higgs at one hundred twenty six. I you know I I could see this thing kind of being a a Harry Higgs kind of if he plots his way around there. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. No, no Charles Howell this week. Not playing. I didn't see him anywhere. Didn't see him. Uh, all right, we get some one and dones and uh, other fun stuff. All right, fun stuff. And, but while we're while we're getting there, uh, we are going to condense these shows into multiple parts. Uh, we we, uh, we we caught you, we heard you. We'll probably release it in its full uh, full view, but we will also we'll start releasing these uh, compartmentalized, if you will. Uh, but don't worry, I'm going to drink just as much, and uh, hopefully Dan's not drinking at all. <laughs> Actually, hopefully Dan drinks more than I do. We'll Absolutely. see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So lineup time. No lineup time. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. You want to pick? Your, you want to pick your one and done first? No, 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 no. I'm good. Just let me get uh, set up here. 
British Masters. Oh, by the by the by the way, uh, Jonathan Vegas is out of the tournament. Pick him twice. See, that's that's what ha- that's what happens when you uh, when you stick around. Dan's already got him in his one and done twice. Okay, you want to go? Who do you want to go first? I want to go. I want to go down to the seven thousand dollar range. Okay. Oh, we're gonna do all seven thousand uh, dollar range. Well, uh, and then let's see where let, let's see where we get to, and then uh, so we'll go there. And um, uh, well, I picked Matt Kuchar first, actually. You weren't listening, so I just went ahead and picked one. Uh, you you do not want to pick Kuchar? Yeah, Kuchar's fine. I want to go Kuchar. I want to go Mitchell. Yep. All right, you pick. You said Straka. I I, I like Straka here. Yep, let's go Straka. Next. Um, well, you like Damon too, right? I, I, I mean, I, I do. Do you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I like Merritt. Okay. One more. Who can we pick? We got. Oh, look at look at look at this! It's perfect, perfect. I I think I think we go right straight. I think we go straight to the top. There you go. And and we've got a hundred dollars in drinking money left. (laughs) Perfect. Not bad. And that could that could have worked out better. Yeah. I mean, we didn't. You didn't even have to consider anybody else. I mean, Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of those individuals. No. Mm -mm. None. Uh, all right, one and done. You did so good last week, Dan. You get to go first this time. Good, thank you. I'm going with Max. Um, he's just been playing great. He's won the Wells Fargo before, obviously not here. And um, yeah, he's he's. Uh, I think he can get it done this, but he's been playing great. Well, I thought we were in Boston, and <laughs> I'm going to stick with. I thought we were in Boston, and I'm going to take Keegan Bradley because okay. I still okay. think we're in Boston. <laughs> he might too. <laughs> I, I, no, I, I mean, I think he's playing good enough. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, just, just because uh, I think there's some channels going on here. I think we're in good shape. Good deal. There you got them marked in there. I'll put them in there for you. Keegan Bradley. All right, good. Got it. And and everybody else is going to bet Cor or, or is going to play Corey Connors. So and so here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fade. Uh, so I know I have Keegan available. I'm gonna play him and another one and done. And then I'm gonna go. I think I may do like a Sep Straka or somebody on a. Uh, I've got two that I'm in for like a million dollar league. And I think I'm gonna do Sep Straka and the other one. Okay. You did Homa. You yeah. did Homa. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna do Straka and the other one because I don't. I mean, where else am I gonna play them? And like, where are they gonna be on a heater at, or where are they gonna be at a course at that they can actually, you know, kind of get things done? So yeah. Hmm. yeah. So we'll see. Do you think Max Homa's the new Ricky Fowler? Not not, not in terms of not in terms of form, not, but not if you no. I I know what you're saying. I mean, what's the what's the shelf life? Well, just the sponsorships and, are gonna start yeah. heating up, right? He needs to win. He needs to win a player. So. No, 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 no. Ricky Fowler, if you, if you, if you put, and and I can't. Well, I mean, but there's so many ties in different directions. Clearly, Max Homa's PR firm was not Ricky Fowler's PR firm. 
And, you know, I think the California ties that he had and the dirt bike ties that he had and just the uh, what will be the X game. And I don't even think of Ricky Fowler as really like an X gamer. But when I see Ricky Fowler and like his his um, his persona is Ricky Fowler is like an X games guy, but he's playing golf. When I see Max Homa, I. I don't, I mean, you're falling right into country club lifestyle, um, mm. uh, frat boy, uh, you know, you, it's, I mean, you, you get Ricky Fowler and you got Max Homa and they're like, they're, they couldn't be the polar opposites. I'm not saying that they're not, it's no, not that they're not friends, but they, they're polar opposites from what people are attracted to at golf, which I think, I mean, you're getting, you get a lot of Twitter buzz out of home and you know, you got a lot of stuff going on, it, but I think exactly why, uh, name, uh, name the bourbon brand or whiskey brand that, uh, Ricky Fowler sponsors or the sponsors him. Nope. Yeah. There, there's not one name, name the alcohol brand that supports Ricky Fowler. Uh, Corona. What do you do at spring break, baby? There you go. Right on the beach, man. And I I think it's a really different. um, So, and and maybe, I don't know what the age difference is in them is maybe 10 years, eight, 10 years, six to 10 years. Hmm. So, you know, maybe it's an age difference thing, but, but I do see Max Homa as kind of the older person in the, I just see him as as a different genre. Like I I didn't ever look at Bucky. And think, man, that's the that's like the frat boy guy, and we're going out and getting a, you know, we're, we're getting a heater, and we're going to uh, going to the game, and we're getting it out of the bottle. Bucky's like, uh, why go to the game when we can go to the beach and have a good time and play around a golf? Mm-hmm. So, so I, I think they're satisfying two different markets there, and and I don't know that you can, I mean, you can obviously do it, but I think it's just you know, it's it's the the persona that the person is, and and I think that. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think that Homa is gonna. He, yes, he is the. He's the Bucky of a of a different uh, of a different audience. Okay. But I think. But I think the audience is so big that I don't think people are buying Eagle Rare or Buffalo Trace product because of. Um, Max Homa. No. Yeah. No, he's Elijah Craig. No, uh, I know he is. I thought that's where you were going. They're not buying it because of him, though. No. No, no, no. Uh, I know, but I got to go. Uh, he won the tartan jacket and the big truck. Uh, oh, Kokrak. Yeah. Jason Kokrak. Yeah. People aren't buying Eagle Rare because Jason Kokrak has it on his shirt. Jason Kokrak has it on his shirt because Buffalo Trace has got money they need to spend somewhere, and they're trying to ease their way into. Uh, you know, the, um, Mm -hmm. the golf world. So, yeah, I mean, no, no, I, I, I don't see any way, shape or form that Homa is the new, uh, I mean, when's the last time you saw Ricky Fowler post on, I I know, I know they post, but like, he is not like, you know, Max Homa kind of made his name. And, uh, I mean, people know who Max Homa is as a golfer that aren't golf fans because of Twitter is what I would say. Yeah. Let's see how, how old is he? He's 31. Okay, he's older. He's a little bit older. So, Ricky, how old's Ricky now? Ricky's probably 37 or 8. 33. Oh, they're a lot closer than I thought. Wow, okay. Oh, really? I stand corrected. Yeah, they're only oh, two I years apart. That. Wow. Hey. 
Mm. I stand corrected, sir. <laughs> okay, so if if Max were to win a major wow. or a players, my point is he probably will start getting some TV commercials, and you already see seeing he's already seeing him in some of these TV like the, you know like the the club ones and all. No, no, I, no, I, I think that there's no chance that Max Homa replaces uh, Max Homa. Will he get commercials? Maybe if he keeps if he wins. Yeah. Um, if, if he's not winning, will he remain? And here's the other thing I would say, and it's not a jab against Homa. It's a, it's, um, I mean, marketing budgets and, and the constraints around what's going to happen and, and kind of the way we progress through business does, d- does it, at what point, when's the last time you saw Phil on a commercial? Well, well, <laughs> when's the last time you saw Tiger Woods on a commercial? Long time. Long time. And like, if you're going to get any of those, anybody, anybody, and I know it's expensive, but I think if you were the, if you were pitching the right thing to Tiger about, hey, let's talk about, not, and I know he probably doesn't want to talk about comebacks, but if you could write the right storyline for Tiger and you had the right product, I don't know that he would turn it down just out of where he seems like and the public image that you see that he is. Obviously, he wants to make money, and he wants to make a lot of money. So it depends on what cut you want to give up. Yeah. But if you, but if you are producing a product that he could get behind, why wouldn't you give him a fair cut that he would say yes? Yeah. Is he in the business to make a product? He's done. When's the last time you saw Tiger Woods make a product? We're probably other than s- TW. Yeah, just I mean, he's all into that foundation and legacy stuff now. You're not really getting into the commercials and the product. He he sponsors, you know, the uh, Nike and his clubs and stuff like that. But we haven't seen him do commercials. I don't think he's interested in doing commercials or anything like that. So yeah. So no, I do not think Max Soma is going to be the next. Um, Who is? I think that uh, who's going to be the next Bucky. Uh, uh, whew, that's a good question. Well, I saw. <laughs> well, I oddly enough, I saw Billy Horschel, I saw Colin Morikawa, and I saw. I don't remember the third person. I mean, I, I knew them and, and know who they are. They're they're popular. But I'm like, you couldn't have invited three more boring players. And I'm like, you got Billy Horschel on there. I'm not. I'm not against Billy Horschel. I'm just saying. Like, when's the next questionable thing that Billy Horschel is going to say on the golf course and, like, pitch, you know, throw a scene and pitch a fit? Then it's like, well, that's not exactly the image that we want uh, on our brand. And, and it very well could happen. Now, he's outspoken about it, and he doesn't care. He addresses it all the time. But I think that could be a thing that actually happens is that, yeah, that's not the kind of, uh, you know, it's not really the image that we want. And it, he, does he win? Does he win? I mean, he has won, but does Ooh. he win? Billy Horschel. Oh yeah. Well, he wins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has won. Yeah. Well, he won a lot last year. He won a lot overseas. Um, so yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, I think you're looking. He won at, the WGC um, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't have a good answer for it. Uh, I mean, I think, I think, I think it could be. I, could, I think it could be Morikawa. He's young. He's already got two majors, and he, yeah. So, I mean, maybe, but I, I don't I mean, yeah. We don't see a lot of him. Yeah, I don't know. 
no, I'm literally, I'm like scanning through the thing and I'm like, I, I don't know who the next one is. I, 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 don't, I mean, maybe there isn't one, yeah. right? Maybe it's because the, the, the field is too dynamic now and there's so many good players and everybody's got their own favorites or whatever, you know? What do you, do, do you think is, is, is Ricky Fowler the Tiger Woods of commercials as it relates to golf? It's controversial because both of the guys I would say were kind of neck and neck on there are no longer have any sponsors. I'm not sure if that's a really a good thing to have happen because it was no, him and I Phil. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is, is that like, uh, it, it, but is that the reason that we don't see them that we don't, we can't name the next one. Is it because they were so consumed with all the sponsorship shit that it's like, well, Hey, no, nobody wants to be, Everybody wants to be the next um, player champion of the year, uh, TPC champion of the year, Ricky Fowler. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be the next um, PGA championship player of the year in Phil Mickelson. Well, what I don't want to be is, if you want to be a professional golfer, I don't want to be the PGA professional commercial golfer of the year. Right. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Um, well, there we go. Uh, one and done's. Yeah, go ahead. Did you finish Tokyo Vice yet? Uh, I did finish it, but it's it, so. Is it done? Done, or is yeah. there going to be a new season? Uh, well, they haven't announced a new season yet, but I thought that season was outstanding. I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah. that finale yeah, was badass, man. That was damn good. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, the guy that they kill at the end. I'm yeah. like, I don't know how. Like, I'm like, fuck. Well, you just kill it, like. <laughs> All I can see is now there's another guy that's in the show that's coming to replace that guy, and he's going to get like sworn in as like the non guy took that's going to be the guy. Took a page out of Yellowstone on that one, didn't they? He just started killing people off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they just start uh, swiping at them. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see where that goes. Uh, but I mean, I liked it. I thought oh, it was good. Yeah, I thought it was real good. I thought it was real good. A lot and, of potential uh, there. You know, so here's my thing. Here's what I'll say is a lot of times when it comes to, you know, my, my bilingual or multilingual skill sets are limited to, uh, my vocabulary is limited when it comes to, uh, sure. uh, uh, being a linguist. Sometimes it depends on how much I've been drinking. Sometimes it depends on the language that's being, uh, you know, subtitled. <laughs> however, however, the one thing that Tokyo Vice did do is it led me back to Narcos. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I started at the last one. So I started when they were in Colum So I had watched a little bit of the first one and then, and then I stopped and I'm like, ah, yeah, cause I was like multitasking and yeah. I was trying to work on my Spanish and yep. it, it just, it, and I got confused and yep. I'm like, okay, I, I need to focus on one thing and I'm going to turn that off. So uh, I was talking to a, uh, a buddy of mine that I play golf with. I may, we, my partner and I may, we didn't hustle them, but we, we may have took a little scratch off of them at Berkeley Hills this week. Uh, we, we may have, um, May have, may, have, may have came out ahead there. I think I had a, the, I think the best five, and this is going to sound embarrassing, but eh, at this point, what do I care, Dan? <laughs> right. So the best five hole stretch I've ever had, uh, I had four pars and a birdie. And at that point, the, the, uh, the competitors were calling a little bit of bullshit. And they're like, what the fuck's going on here, man? I'm like, I don't know. 
guess I'm just on a heater and hit. Now you know how it feels. Uh, trust me, I blew up on the back. Don't worry. It, it got, got completely sideways. So my score reflected accordingly. However, uh, I, I started watching the Colombian, uh, the Cali cartel narcos. Mm-hmm. Have you stuff. watched that one yet? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Okay. All right. That was so good. Yeah. So good. So now I've now, I've now backed up and I'm watching the repeat or the middle version. I'm watching the, uh, the Mexico cartels with, uh, El Chapo. So I'm watching the, like the middle one. There's so much good TV on. I didn't watch the Pam and Tommy thing, but I've heard really good things about the Pam and Tommy thing. And then whoever's playing Johnny Depp in this trial looks just like him. Listen, man. (laughs) Ooh, what I'm saying is, man. Uh, no, you've got to watch the Pam and Tommy thing. It is if, if you if you've ever listened to. By the way, you need to tell your brother mm-hmm. to watch the Pam and Tommy. If he hasn't, okay. uh, tell like, him. I'll tell you got to tell him to watch that shit. It right. is like if you're a fan of like metal, mm-hmm. or if you were, you know, it, not, I if you want to go, if you're a fan of hair bands, if if you've ever listened to Journey. It's not about Journey, but if you've ever listened to Journey and you like a song, you, you got to go watch the, it, it is that limited release or whatever it is. I think it's a one and done kind of thing for them. Well, it's a, it's multiple shows, but I think it's a one-time release yeah. thing for them. Yeah. And it, it is, it's absolutely solid. And mm. I don't know how anybody could argue that that's not actually what happened. Mm. Okay. I'll have to check it out. I mean, I, I, I've, I've been to the Viper room. Yeah, I've been, I've been to, uh, is it the rainbow room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. It's definitely the rainbow. I've been to the rainbow room. Yep. I, I didn't see what went on with them, but I've seen what goes on there. And that's definitely a true story. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Good what, stuff. Uh, hold on. I got one. Uh, got one oh, um, uh, the Lakers show. Oh, I love the Lakers show. Now, a lot of people are criticizing him like, oh, this isn't like the, think the people in the show, the the real people are like, oh, this isn't like the way it went down. Like, guess what? This is Hollywood, guys. It's it's entertaining. This is fun. I mean, I mean it says some some parts were dr- uh, dramatized so yeah. we could uh, get a little more uh, so we could get people to watch it. Yes. Right? I mean, yeah, I mean, if you had to live this thing for the whole fucking year, you'd probably be strung it on crack, too. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's a great show. It's I gonna, love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just got to, uh, I don't know if I watched the last one yet, but I got to where Haywood kind of got, um, got banned, but, uh, I, I don't know, go back. I mean, Google, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and karate mm-hmm. with Bruce Lee. I mean, he was definitely, uh, trying to, you know, do karate with Bruce mm-hmm. Lee. I don't know how it really was. Good stuff. Good stuff. And, and the first man, the first man to conquer the HIV virus that was publicized. It's true. That was, that was like, uh, it, maybe it wasn't the first one, but the first one that was a, uh, a public image yeah. and that was publicly announced and publicly announced that it is no longer there anymore. There you go. It's interesting. Yep. For sure. For just, sure. Just when you think you're down, there you go. Don't, don't give up. All right. Uh, hey, we'd, we'd appreciate a like, we'd appreciate a follow. Uh, and you can leave positive or negative comments. And by the way, if you're listening, if you're listening, leave a comment. So uh, we are running the major series with our friends at. Definitely going to screw it up. Uh, Rock Elite Barrel Pickers Club. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, we're going to do something special at the end of the major season. And we'll be keeping track of whoever leaves comments, whoever does it. We're going to do a pretty awesome giveaway. And by the way, 
the more people you get to leave a comment, tell them to leave your hashtag or your at, and you can do it here. You can do it on YouTube. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it on Facebook. Be sure to find us at birdies underscore bourbon. If you're looking for us on Instagram, got some posers out there. We're working on those, but Dan, there you go. Play is going to get played. Cheers. Cheers.